Sharon Raichura. So, I hope everyone's enjoying watching the football. I'm looking forward to watching Denmark win this afternoon. I've had a few days rest from the football because it actually makes me feel exhausted the drama so in terms of my dating life I've got a problem with my nose piercing so I've got an infection I'm taking echinacea no point bringing the doctor because they don't like me so I might even go to Mass and pray to Jesus Christ our Saviour to make it better. So I thought I'd share that with you. Anyway, I think I might join a different dating site because Facebook dating, I've never seen such a terrible selection of men ever. Tinder's a bit better. Anyway, my ex-husband's not talking to me. Wouldn't even lend me a sandwich toaster. Wouldn't give me a lift yesterday. Nothing, just because the degree absolute came through. So yeah, I'm very happy in my little dolly house, my dog. Yeah, it's very nice. So when I get my actual house back, thinking of maybe moving more to inner city area so I thought about that but then I thought about how I've got a problem with noise so I don't know if that's going to work so I'm going to have to think about that talking about inner city areas I've been studying quite a lot last week and I've been studying dialects and ways of speaking and I've been studying Cockney rhyming slang so I will share what I have learned and I will try to do it in authentic Cockney accent right I'm going up the apples that means I'm going up the steps have a practice Okay, so repeat after me. Abba butchers. Let's take a look. Me old China. Try that one, that means my mate. I'm on the dog and bone. Repeat after me, that means telephone. I'm going down the frog and toad. That means I'm going down the road. I'm going to brush my hamsteads. That means you're going to brush your teeth. Hamster teeth. Those of you who don't know where that is, such as me. Use your loaf. Means have a think about something. Septic tank. Now this is an interesting one. I might have to have a little discussion about this. Because my mum Mary quite often talked about how friends of hers had problems with their septic tank and I thought it was actually 
part of the boiler. So I did spend a lot of time listening to her, talking about her friend's problems with the septic tank. It was quite often an object of discussion in my household growing up my wonderful happy childhood, which it was actually, going around my mum's this week to do some painting with her. Went out for lunch with my brother this week, that was nice, he bought, he bought me caramel slice, a mocha, he bought me a hibiscus tea, and also he gave me £10, pocket money, I know I'm a grown woman but that's what happens when you're younger younger child in the family and he also got me a nice protein pot which was carrots and courgettes all sorts of lovely things anyway going back to talking about how there was always quite a lot of discussion about what they're going to do about the septic tank i've since researching extensively for this podcast i now know Although I am in a bit of a state of confusion because perhaps it is part of a boiler but it has an alternative meaning. This is probably what it is, isn't it? As a yank, which is an American. Anyway, but let's move on from that. Trouble when strifeless wife, treacle tart. That's sweetheart. On your tod, that's on your own. Brahms and Liszt, that means inebriated or pissed as we call it in Southampton. Daisy Roots, that's your boots, stuck in dive skive. Hank Marvin, that's starving. So you say I'm Hank Marvin. Um, jam Jar, that's car. I've never ever heard that one before. I'm going to drive my Jam Jar. I hope all my avid listeners are repeating after me. I haven't really been on any dates this week, so I might bring this with me on my next date. See which ones they might know. Joanna, that's piano. Lady Godiva, that's Fiverr. Mince Pie's Eyes. What's this one? Pat and Mick, that's Sick. And Rubber Dub, and what's this one? Time. I haven't got the answer to that one. I don't. If anyone knows what rubber dub means, comments below. Skyrocket pocket. Anyway, I wrote a poem especially for my podcast. Came down the apples and pears. I was Hank Marvin. I only had a lady Godiva. Anyway, I decided me struggle when. Me trouble. <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to start again. Came down the apples and pears as I was Hank Marvin, and I, uh, but I only had a lady Godiva. Anyway, I decided my trouble and strife was a bit Brahms and List, so I said, You stay on your tod, don't call me a septic tank. I used my loaf and had a duck and dive down the frog and toad. I put on my daisy roots and said, You go down the rubber dub. I am playing the old Joanna, mate. Right, now I know what rubber dub means in context. Puff. Right, so I think less said about that section, the better, so come on.
For example, what is your body language conveying? You need to lean in to create a warm, reassuring, empathetic tone of voice. When your date says something to you, you can paraphrase and summarise what they've said to validate their feelings. At the end of your date, you could say, what are you doing? with your day. So when I go on a date, I quite like if it, to be honest with you, this from my day, 80% listening and 20% talking. say to date how's your other dates gone so far up until this point what strategies are helpful how are you feeling about that I'm noticing you're looking quite tense although hopefully you won't need to say that I'm noticing you appear tense again hopefully you won't have to say that they could be having a somatic response to stress for example they may withdraw slam doors or go to the loo so just having an awareness of signs of stress keeping eye contact conveying empathy analyzing what you hear explain bigger words to your date but not in a patronising way. Sorry, I'm listening to my podcast. Avoid jar- <laughs> jargon. So, only bring in technical words if the speaker has no knowledge of it. What? Oh, has knowledge of it. Pause after your date has finished talking to make use of silence. Try not to fill the space by babbling. Give time for your date to process what you said. Use a nice pause. Head tilt, say mm, smile, clarify, ask open and closed questions. At the end of the date, don't ask any more questions. If they bring up a traumatic episode, prior to the end of the date don't say any more about it because then they're going to go away not feeling very happy so keep your body language open nodding etc minimal prompting 
Ask open, yeah, you don't want to get oh, no, yes and no answers, so ask open questions. Um, ah, so I suppose you could say going on a date, a bit like being a counsellor. sketch pad and got a picture of my husband that I drew watching the Big Bang Theory, it's actually quite good. Oh, don't for some reason don't picture appears on Christmas. What was that? Christmas. Second of Jan. I did a big wheel, that's nice. Did Father Christmas, did a flower, flower, a tree. Lamp. Oh, that's a good drawing. What's that? That is a dog. A duck. Some Christmas decorations. And I wrote a poem. Hither and thither. This is my smoked. Hither and thither. I smoke in a quiver. It's good for my liver. I think I might have been. I don't know. I wasn't drunk. I can tell you that. Excited for some music because Christmas. Right, I'm quite encouraged by that. But I'm actually quite good at sketching, so that'll give me something to think about. Because I lack confidence in sketching, I didn't take art at school. Except for almost better at it than me. So, terrible. got anything else to add but I hope you're enjoying the football and I really hope Denmark win today because I like Denmark I have been to Wales quite a few times it's very nice as well alright have a nice day then I hope you're enjoying my podcast and please pray for my nose piercing because I'm trying not to look in the mirror that might be the end of my dating life altogether